Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And we are live. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross App, managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. No Jimmy Van today, no Melissa today, no Nigel today. It is the Q&A show. Uh, this show is a regular on Fightful Select. It's every other week. Eventually, it will be weekly. But our subscribers are able to submit unlimited questions every week that I'll answer, at least to the best of my ability, and um, provide some clarity on some things. I solicited questions over on our Fightful Select service, but I'm using this as a preview. Now, if you're in the live chat and you want to get some questions in, um, <clears throat> Submit a super chat. We do that on Raw and SmackDown too. But our subscribers sent dozens of questions. Uh, so go over there and check it out. I published a Fightful Report podcast today. Uh, Mr. Warren Hayes has the NXT 205 Live UK review. We do the retro review every single month. We have dark match commentary every single month. This month is Jazz versus Lita. Very fun. Uh, and then the weekend, we have the Weekender from Steven Jensen covering a lot of non-WWE stuff. Let's go ahead and get into it. Mark Haskins had asked a question on Tuesday. Is the IC title more important than the WWE title? Mostly all the former holders and current one are former world title holders. No, I don't think so. The entire show is anchored to the WWE title on SmackDown to some degree. Is the women's title on one brand more important than a top title? That That's going to be able to be argued at some point, especially when... Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte are headlining WrestleMania. So I think that's a discussion that could be had and, and a point that could be made to some degree. If you guys are watching live on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, all that neat stuff. It really helps. I was asked, what's the status update of the people who requested their releases? For example, Dean Ambrose, Anderson and Gallows, Mike and Maria, the Usos, the Revival, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler never asked for his release. Uh, the Revival say that theirs was taken out of context. They pretty much said that they were going to quit on the spot if things didn't change. Things have changed for them. The Usos have still not re-signed new deals. Mike and Maria's uh, request for release was denied. Anderson and Gallows, people that I talked to, were very surprised that they would be so willing to leave WWE after Carl Anderson openly expressed how happy he was at home. 
Dean Ambrose still going from what I hear. Any idea what the plans are for Finn at Mania? Is he facing the dead man? I don't have a damn clue what their plans are for Mania. I've had people asking me that all week. I do not have an idea what they're doing with Finn Balor. I know that as of uh, Sunday, about half of the roster had no idea what they were doing at WrestleMania. People on 205 Live had no idea if they would be integrated onto the show at all or anything. Where do all the NXT call-ups go uh, after the or go into the WrestleMania card? Do we have any idea what matches they have planned at Mania? None. I have no idea on that. And as of Sunday, several of them also didn't. Uh, I'd heard murmurs that Lacey Evans would be involved in a battle royal. Don't know if that's true or not. That was a rumor. What's the latest on Lars Sullivan? He's doing good. Uh, that's all I can say. Uh, he's doing well. He's in high spirits. Let's hope for the best for him. Jonathan Ma over on Fightful Select says, Should ROH quietly scrap their women's division? We all want female wrestlers to get more opportunities, but there may be negative press, there may be negative press for doing away with it. But isn't there equally negative energy from doing it badly? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. There is some negative energy from doing it badly. I don't think they should do away with it. I think it is a nice attraction to have on the show, and it is one where um, it's one that they need. They, they, I don't think they can afford to do away with the women's division and get that negative PR, but they can do it right. They don't need to lose Tennille Dashwood. That's for damn sure. They need to hold on to her. She could be the marquee name in that division. They lost Deanna Perrazzo. They've got Kelly Klein still there, but they lost her husband, so who knows how that'll end up going in the, in the long run. I don't know if AEW even has any interest in a Kelly Klein, but I would I would reach out to the Priscilla Kellys of the world. Uh, maybe Layla Hirsch, somebody like that. Uh, there, there are people out there that have some promise that they need to get ahead of the curve on, and for whatever reason, they don't. A lot of times, they, they want to bring in people from Japan. They want to bring up their own people from the dojo that – Quite frankly, we're not ready. Mandy Leone was not ready. Stella Gray was not ready. So I don't think they should scrap it, but to some degree, they should probably alter it. A reminder, Fightful Select is where you can go to ask questions. The show is free, but uh, head over there and uh, submit your questions. How often do you think WWE plans information slash news that they want out in the public? I mean, I have been pretty open that I'm pretty sure that WWE has planted, tried to plant stuff to me fairly recently, and there's there's a pretty good reason for that. But if you mean plant as in supplying bad info, I think there are people within the company that do that on purpose. Uh, I, I know that for sure that they do. It is our job to dissect, uh, decipher, and disseminate that to you guys. And I'm pretty sure I've had somebody who's uh, trying to feed me bad info of late, but I haven't really rocked with it. So whatever. I'll be nice to the people no matter what. (laughs) Uh, As far as planting information that they want out in the public, often they supply information to the USA Todays of the world, etc. I mean, Impact does it too. Uh, Impact gave Sporting News and Wrestling Inc. uh, re-signing information that actually happened last year, but... I mean, that's commonplace where they'll they'll do that as a PR move. Common, common occurrence, nothing wrong with it. 
Uh, if they want to plant wrong information, that's fine too, because it is the journalist's job to figure out if that's true or not and then deliver it to you guys. It is not WWE's job to make sure all the information that is supplied by people within the company is true. That's the part of responsible journalism. Jake says, I keep noticing a bunch of TVs come across TV with yellow spots all over. Is this from oil tanner rubbing off during matches or what? Any clue if the production team is cognizant of this as it's pretty noticeable watching at home. I notice it every week. I brought it up to production every week. It is a combination of those things and the, the way that the show is broadcast because a lot of times they do not have it uh, in person. But yeah, uh, the production team is very aware of it. How do I know this? Because I've talked to people and asked them in the production department, what the hell's up with that? And, and was told. Reminder, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, hit that bell notification on YouTube if you guys don't mind. That helps out a lot too. <clears throat> How's the G1 Supercard looking? Card is already sold out. We already know we're getting an IWGP title match with Jay White, who is their new top guy. We're getting G.O.D. versus Briscoes, both tag titles. We're getting Taiji Ishimori versus Dragon Lee versus Bandido. They need another top-tier match, the level of Naito and Ibushi, for the IC strap. That feels like overkill since there's also going to be Osprey versus Cobb for the Never in TV titles. Um, I think they do. I think they need to stack the deck. I think this is their premier super class show. It is New Japan, Ring of Honor. It is at the Garden. You stack this show. It's on WrestleMania weekend, and WrestleMania is going to to uh, steal the show that week. Or not steal the show, but it's going to have a lot of the attention. But, um, yeah, I, I think that when, when New Japan and Ring of Honor sell out MSG, you got to rock with something major there. I believe Kevin Kelly on one of New Japan broadcasts remarked that Zack Sabre's build isn't just good for his grapple-based style, but good for injury prevention, not carrying excess weight. Do you think that a wrestler can really avoid injury by staying lean? Zack Sabre Jr. does have a more MMA type of build. He has a, he has a realistic athletic build. You take a look back at history. Most athletes are not built like Hulk Hogan, Don Morocco, Dino Bravo, Hercules Hernandez. And when they are, they gas out. And about. Look at Shane Carwin. Shane Carwin would either put you to sleep or he would fall asleep himself gassing himself out in one round. One round. I'm telling you. And Shane Carwin was 265 pounds. He wasn't 300 pounds. He was 6'2", 254, 265. He fought Brock Lesnar. Look at his history. Any fight that he ever won never lasted longer than four minutes, ever. He was exhausted. Human beings do not are not built like that for combat. And then what happens? He gets dragged into the second round by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar weathered all that, weathered that storm. Keep in mind, Brock Lesnar built like that too. But weathered the storm, put him to sleep. Junior Dos Santos dragged him to three rounds and just mollywhopped him. And he never fought again. Athletes are more often built like Zack Sabre Jr. than they are than they are uh, Hercules Hernandez. So when I see people say, "Oh, that beanpole and isn't believable," I'm like, "What are you watching, mate? Excuse me, citizen. What are you watching?" 
Robert asks, what's your favorite WrestleMania match of all time? Mine is Shawn Michaels versus Kurt. WrestleMania 21. I'd probably go Michaels and Undertaker. Jonathan says, if you were a 20-something-year-old wrestling prospect, whose moveset would you adopt? Raw power like a Strowman, wrestling like Cobb or Lesnar, uh, submissions like Zack Sabre or Gulak, aerial stuff like Osprey or Ricochet, or strike-based like Shinsuke or Ibushi or Lucha. Additionally, what type of moveset do you personally enjoy watching most across promotions? I have been pretty open open about, I, I like the roughly 2002 to 2003 Brock Lesnar type of thing. You could enhance that with a bit of Shelton Benjamin's skill set at that point. I would go there. Um, I thought that that era of shooters that they brought in between Angle, Benjamin, and Brock Lesnar was the best. If if you're talking about adopt, ooh, to some degree, I would honestly say Ronda Rousey to some degree, because as I mentioned, she's got judo throws that nobody has ever seen before. If you want to make an impression on me personally, I can only speak for myself. Do things that nobody else has seen before. Brock Lesnar did an F five that not a lot of people had seen before. Zack Saber Jr. does submissions that nobody's seen before. Osprey and Ricochet do things that nobody's seen before. So you would have to find some sort of of manner in which you you put your moves out there that that really stand out and do something different. AEW, by necessity, is employing a lot of wrestlers who are contracted elsewhere. Jimmy Van has commented about how this is a drawback because you're pushing someone who could very well show up on TV for someone else. When AEW starts their TV, do you see them tightening up? Yes, I, I fully expect them to become an exclusive company to some, with some degree of... like I think Janela will still be able to do his shows. Maybe AEW ends up co-promoting, but that would be... That would be uh, a speculation on my part. <laughs> Is there heat between a Fightful and AEW? I noticed that Chris Harrington wasn't introduced by Cody as Fightful alumni. I cannot tell you how happy I am for Chris. It is not my place to say I'm proud of Chris. That makes me feel like I'm like like somebody's above someone else. I am so happy for Chris. He deserves it. I wouldn't be shocked if they ended up picking up Brandon as well because he's great at what he does. Uh, Chris Harrington is one of the great minds in professional wrestling, and he is awesome. I have a very good line of communication with AEW. Um, generally when I ask them questions, I'm able to get them answered. Their PR has been pretty good lately. Only heat if they don't give us credentials, but I don't know if they will. We're sending a team of three there. Maybe me, Jimmy and Andrew, maybe Jimmy. I know me and Andrew are going to be there. Only heat if we don't get credentialed because I, I, we're, I want I want that for Andrew, especially because Andrew is going to be a name that you all see in the news breaking game for, a long time, and this is going to be a big one for him. Uh, he is a, a big, big part of our news team, him and Jeremy Lambert. I can't put them over enough. They they are the reason why I'm able to get more exclusives and talk to more people backstage and do more podcasts and, and really do Fightful Select the way that, that I have been is because they have the news game on lock. They are very, very, very good. By the way, or, or, or just a reminder, you can submit questions on FightfulSelect.com. This is where this show airs every other week. 
It's too early for AEW to invest in a training facility, like a smaller scale PC to develop talent, whether it's really raw young wrestlers or athletes from other disciplines like MMA, gymnastics, or other spots. Not if WoW's doing it, but I don't know. I mean, the, the, the way that everybody seems to go is OVW, do that, but they've got to deal with some kind of deal with impact. But I do think it's too early. Got to make it a success first. Any information, any information on the Superstar Shakeup will involve all brands. Any news on Kushida? Uh, from what I was told, it's going to involve. Well, I got to be careful when I say all brands because a lot of people will take that as NXT UK too. I don't have information on that. Any news on Kushida? He's going to go to NXT, or at least that was the plan as of last month. In the five years or so they've been around, has WWE ever really developed a consistent revival or rival for the Shield? Their debut big time rivals were the Wyatts, and those matches were red hot fire. There was a fun angle with Evolution, and then what have they done? Yep, they just throw people together and hope that that ends up working. That is the bummer. The Wyatts were that. New Day probably could have been that. Evolution could have been that. But in all that time, They've never they they just keep throwing people together. Oh, we'll we'll have these three people team up out of nowhere and beat up a guy for a couple of weeks. Yeah, all right, man. What's what's that do? I'm supposed to believe that these guys that you just throw together that have never been champions, never been world champions, are supposed to beat these three guys that have been world champions, that were the most dominant faction arguably in the history of your company. I can't rock with that. I don't get that. I've read about Anderson and Gallows turning down offers, but on the Sam Roberts show, they said they would take lifetime contracts if they could. Did something change? Things can always change, but like I said, people were very, very surprised about that news. Just saying that they haven't re-signed contracts yet does not mean that they're going to leave. Is it just me, or do you feel like Walter would be a big star on the main roster? Because of his size and because he's portrayed as a badass, I feel like he would work well. He does not even need to talk much. There's a lot of people on the main roster who have not needed to talk much that they dropped the ball on. WWE's making of a big star is really subjective based on the vision of one man. One guy. Other people can push and and try to, to make that happen, but it's one guy. And I don't know that that one guy would see that in Walter. However, the people running WWE, NXT, and NXT UK, they do see it. You know when Becky, say, uh, Sasha, and Bailey's contracts are up? I do not. Gut feeling. Do you think Becky goes over at Mania? I do. Anything on a Rock appearance at WrestleMania? Nope. I know that he visited with some people either for Raw at Raw, outside of Raw, whatever. Did a quick interview, hit the bricks um, for fighting with my family a couple weeks ago, and that's really it. Better chance at staying with WWE, Styles or Ambrose? Definitely AJ Styles. Do Rey Mysterio and other mass stars wear their hoods backstage uh, all the time? No, they do not. Any word on why they keep mentioning Ambrose not re-signing on TV? Seems so odd. Uh, I don't have an answer for that. 
I do not. That's that's a puzzling one. Any updates on AJ re-signing? He wanted to reduce schedule. It's about all I got. Still hadn't re-signed. Where do you see Fightful in a year's time? Is there anything you would have done differently if you could go back? Mm. Select has been a good success. Maybe I would have started that earlier. I uh, I would have, uh, like Alex's position, the associate editor, it is now a job of two people. It is the job of Jeremy and Andrew Thompson. I would have had that job split in two as opposed to one person because that is a lot. Not everybody operates on the nonstop wrestling schedule. Alex and Jeremy, or uh, Andrew and Jeremy do. They're, they're cut out for it, but it's not for everyone, and I would have done that. Uh, I would have made a bid on the <laughs> Bruce Pritchard podcast, which is a major success, which people in MLW have told me, even though that there were, <laughs> I was told originally, oh yeah, you can you can throw an offer out there. I was told that that wasn't even really an option. Maybe they were just trying to leverage, but I don't know. I don't know how true that is. But I would have tried to make that happen because that was a major, major success. Uh, somebody says, "Would you have kept Vince Russo?" Vince Russo didn't want to cover wrestling every week. It's that's not, not what he wanted at that time. That wasn't a thing. He wasn't inter- interested in doing the reviews every week. It wasn't in his heart, and we don't want somebody who doesn't have it in their heart. Uh, I get along very well with him. Where do I see Fightful in a year's time? Ah, uh, man, that's hard to tell. Because when I when I left Wrestling Inc., I had people saying, "Oh, you got." 3,000 Twitter followers, you're leaving this website, what are you doing? And our my growth has been attached to Fightful. Uh, we don't buy followers, we don't buy subscribers, we don't buy likes, we don't do any of that stuff. So uh, I would like to see our social numbers grow big time. That That's an improvement that I, I would like to see. Um, huh, in a year? I think probably just having... Uh, more we're we're going to expand our coverage for sure on the wrestling side i know that i think uh by within a year our mma and boxing sides will be a lot better we've got a great community on the mma side now we we had more comments on our ufc wichita live coverage than i think any mma website and that's unbelievable that's unbelievable what is the second most popular mma promotion after ufc where does bellator rank in popularity from a money standpoint, probably one championship. Uh, otherwise, Bellator. In, in the States, definitely Bellator. Another question about AJ resigning. Who do you think would be the best option as Angle's opponent at Mania? I would say John Cena. I think that would be poetic. I don't think they can – a lot of people are saying Jason Jordan. He wasn't healthy the last time we checked. Do you think WWE brings Sammy and Harper back before Mania? I don't think Harper – or Embray. No, maybe the Battle Royal. I don't I don't see a spot for him. Sammy, yeah, probably. Is it me or does it seem strange that Cole mentioned Ambrose not re-signing like 12 times? It is strange. SRS, any updates on a Fightful meetup in Vegas during Double or Nothing? So I will be in Vegas. Andrew will be in Vegas. 
I'm waiting to hear if Jimmy will be in Vegas. Uh, Jimmy said that he'll go if we get credentialed for sure. But uh, other than that, he hasn't booked anything yet. It is all attached to Jimmy and whether or not he goes. So what you should do is tweet Jimmy Van at Jimmy Van 74 and say, Jimmy, go to Vegas. Go to Vegas anyway. Who do you think Oscar faces at Mania for the SmackDown Women's Championship? If I were to book it, I don't know who I who faces her, but if I were to book it, I would say, by the way, we have a Fightful Books at WrestleMania podcast on Fightful Select. I said that if Oscar wanted to, fin- to defend the title, from a character standpoint, she would say, I want to defend it against everybody and do it in the Battle Royal. I know a lot of people would not rock with that, but I think it would make Oscar look incredibly badass. She could win that battle royal as well, uh, go through everybody, and say that she beat everybody on the roster. I think that is a fantastic way to do that. Also, this card's looking real, real long at this point. So I think that would be the right way to do it. Building on prior Q&A submissions, in 2019, Will Ospreay's pinned Kota Ibushi, went to a draw with Pac, pinned Jeff Cobb, Dotton Castle, Davy Boy, and Bad Luck Fale. He probably got 60% or more offense against uh, of the offense against Jay White. Do you predict uh, project Osprey as the top of the card main event face of the company guy for New Japan? Kind of. I think Jay White is who they want right now. Okada is going to be up there. Tanahashi is going to be up there. Naito is going to be up there. But I see him as a solid number five guy that gets rocked in there with those guys. Can he go to that next level? Given his Twitter shenanigans, would you trust him? Yeah, I see. I think his, I think his Twitter shenanigans are more of him being not so self-aware and man, I am a victim of not a victim. Whew. That almost came out bad. I am a culprit of that quite quite frankly, a lot myself, where you don't see how some of the things that you say come off. I think he'll get better at that. He's very young. In your opinion, it's another one about Ambrose. My God, guys. Look at the previous questions. (laughs) Is it me or does NXT have mostly 70% of the women on the independent scene? It's you. There are some good, good women out there who, quite frankly, are not getting booked. A question definitely not submitted by Melissa. When are you going to launch Catful? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
Definitely not submitted by Melissa. My Instagram is catful. Do you think Triple H is informed about things of the dirt sheets? I know he's very well on what's being said, uh, which comes through when he's doing press conferences. Yeah, he is because he knows. I mean, not only that, he allows the those sheets to get put on his media calls. So yeah, he, he's aware of it for sure. WWE pretty much has most of the women AEW had on their radar, which makes me think Canyon Seaman isn't talked about enough. What are your thoughts on him? I've met Canyon once. In 2015, I was at the Arnold Sports Festival covering that, and this was the week after the Canyon Seaman Bill DeMott accusations came out, and I snapped a picture of him. I'll post it on Twitter later today. (laughs) And he looked at me and he goes, why'd you take that picture? (laughs) To which I replied, I think you know why I took that picture. And he kind of laughed about it. And he came over. He asked me who I worked for. I told him at the time it was Wrestling Inc. And he goes, okay, I'm familiar with them. He asked who I was, asked where I was from, asked me what I thought of the events, and uh, gave me a little scoop. Maybe I'm not supposed to say this, but it was four years ago. Who gives a shit? He told me that uh, NXT was going to be going to the NXT I don't know if it was a louder than life. I don't know. It was an NXT Louisville thing. It was a music festival. So he gave me a little scoopski there. That was appreciated, but he was incredibly nice to me. He valued what, what, or at least pretended to value what people thought of uh, the show. He put over big cast and he was like, man, he's wrestled like four or five times this weekend. A lot of these guys are, they don't get to go on the road as much. So them wrestling this much in a short amount of time kind of prepares them for that. So I, I've had nothing but positive experiences with Canyon in the past. Uh, do you use that guitar in the back? No. I have sarcastically bought that guitar because it was on sale on TNA Impact for uh, or Impact Shop for like 30 bucks. Wrote an article about it. Shout out to, uh, I think, Big Words 80s or 80s Big Words who had tracked how many guitars they had left. And right now, that is a Fightful Select perk. So, uh, <laughs> drop drop six months worth of sponsorship money. You can get flown to Toronto with me. We'll do a Listen to Boy show and you get that guitar too. What happened with M&M's people? Oh boy. Let me just say that it's a good thing I didn't put all my eggs in the getting a record deal basket. M&M's people, his management group, his publisher, I think they are as well, are really, really mad at me. Uh, Yesterday, being Tuesday, a deal was reached that (laughs) a deal was reached for Eminem to contribute to the sound. I don't know if it's contribute to the soundtrack, curate the soundtrack. It could have been adding a song to the soundtrack, have something to do with the soundtrack of 2K20 later this year. He was going to appear on an episode of SmackDown and be presented a title belt as a part of the launch of 2K20 and uh, SmackDown on Fox. So I don't know if Eminem was at the meeting or meetings. I just know that an agreement was reached on all sides. Don't know if anything was signed. It is important uh, to read sometimes between the lines in articles. I never said that a deal was signed. I never said that Eminem was there. 
I never said any of that. I said that a deal was reached and a deal was reached. Ryan Satin's uh, Ryan's got Satin's got some connections to Eminem. One of his reps said that that a meeting happened, a preliminary meeting. I can tell you that multiple happened, but <laughs> they denied that it would go any further. I don't know if this caused Eminem's people to pull out of it. I don't know if it caused anybody from his management group to pull the deal. I don't know if it's still happening, but I know that a deal was reached yesterday. I can say that with complete confidence um, that that's what happened. And if it doesn't happen, I will feel real bad for the people who put the deal together. But yeah, and I feel I had people asking, what do the threats of legal threats mean? It means that I was messaged by people told and they were telling me, oh, you're going to be hearing from this person, that person. And I didn't. Uh, There's really nothing there. It's it's news. It's out there. I do know that Eminem's people were surprised that this was such a big story. They were surprised that this got out there so quick. They were surprised uh, about a lot of things that have to do with the wrestling business. But, man, stories about Eminem do not just appear out of thin air as it pertains to wrestling. He's been in, I think, the stories popped up one time in 08, and that was quickly shot down. This one, they tried to shoot down, but then admitted that there was a meeting. So, I mean, it's obvious where there's smoke, there's fire. How do I get on your review team? Send me a sample. Uh, We are not hiring at this moment. uh, And I do not ask people to work for free. So, I mean, I'll I'll add it to a folder. We get, quite frankly, I get in a year's time, I probably get 250 submissions. But, um, yeah, we don't ask people to work for free. But, hey, if you all submit something, we'll we'll keep keep it there. Uh, exclusive info is always a good a good thing to do. If you want to get noticed in this line of work, either you either have to do what everybody's doing and you got to do it a lot more or a lot harder than everybody else and a lot more, you got to have that, that work ethic that goes above and beyond or you go out and create your own stuff. The best way to go. How would receptive, uh, how receptive would stardom and New Japan be if NXT sets up shop in Japan? It may be a war because I'm pretty sure Triple H would be raiding stardom again, especially he can since he can scout them during Mania weekend. I don't think they'd be too happy. Uh, the people that handled their U.S. side of things were very nice to me after all that huge Joshi stuff that went down, but New Japan wouldn't be happy. I don't think they would do that great in Japan, to be honest with you, WWE. With the news that Tennille's uh, contract is set to expire at the end of the month, do you see her staying in Ring of Honor, or do you think she'll sign with another company? I think she'll explore her options. WWE cut her a year and a half ago. I get the feeling WWE would want to re-sign her now. And I get the feeling that AEW would maybe want to make an offer. I I think that she's going to be in demand. There's going to be uh, probably Impact would like to, to throw some money her way. Jonathan asks, in NBA and MLB, we hear about the agents. Mark Bartlestein, Rich Paul, uh, Rich Kleiman, Scott Boris. In wrestling, surely there are agents working behind the scenes doing contract work for wrestlers, yet we don't hear about them. Why is that, and is that something that should be examined more closely, particularly in the current landscape? So uh, you, you, would, you do hear about Barry Bloom. Sometimes you hear about Bill Barron's. Bill Barron's does a lot of stuff like that, but 
I can tell you guys, I don't personally deal with a whole lot of a lot of agents or publicists for wrestlers or anything like that. I deal with PR from companies an awful lot. Wrestlers are a whole lot better about dealing with that stuff by themselves than a lot of people. They are way ahead of the curve on a ton of that stuff. So uh, that's not really something that is discussed a whole lot. Bruce Pritchard has always said on his podcast that when WWE deals with people, it doesn't matter if you have an agent or not, the deal that you get is going to be the deal that you get. And um, it's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change is you got to give your agent a cut. That is not the case anymore. That is not the case. Not with the WWE network completely eliminating pay-per-view buy or buy rates or, or not buy rates, but, but uh, what they, they have to distribute and, a lot of that, having an agent's a, a really good idea. I believe we were headed toward a Gargano Ciampa at TakeOver Mania, given the events of the recent tapings. That's out the window now, so what do you do with the Gargano and NXT title? Mini tournament, three or four-way mess? That match isn't going to be a mess. Three or four-way is not going to be a mess. They don't do a whole lot of three or four-ways for NXT titles, so I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, it says Riddle is the, uh, they say Riddle is the obvious face of the brand waiting to happen, but he's headed for a match with Dream. So, Riddle, Dream, Gargano, you going to be mad about that? Not me. <clears throat> Praneet says, amongst Be- Becky, Seth, and Kofi, who do you see winning the gold at WrestleMania 35? Is Kofi's, Kofi's momentum going to affect the others as we can't have all of our favorites win? You had mentioned the same thing in your podcast some days back. I think they all win. My prediction. If any of them retain, I think it'll be Brock. If you and Anna Bauer are going to review wrestling movies in the future, will you please review No Holds Barred? It's worth it for the Dookie scene alone. Yes, we will. Um, myself and Anna will be doing movie reviews on FightfulSelect.com in the future. Uh, I haven't nailed down a date to film some of those, but yes, we will be. And we will review that one. Do you think any upcoming roster shakeups will affect Ricochet and Aleister Black, or do you think Vince likes the idea of embedding NXT talent across both brands simultaneously? Well, I know he does because it's his idea. Um, is this an attempt to get them over with the wider TV audiences that might not watch NXT? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I don't even... Personally, I don't even know if they'll add a bunch of NXT names to that superstar shakeup in April. Why would they? They've already got a bunch they're not doing anything with. Where do you see Robbie E. Robert Strauss landing in WWE? His style of work may not sit well with the work rate heavy NXT fans. He's good care. He's a great character and he, he is a great person to have on the road in particular. He's a good person to work with younger talent as well. He's 35 years old. He worked with impact on TV for about seven or eight years. Uh, I think that he will be a guy that eventually becomes an agent and becomes a really good one. Uh, I think that he's better for Raw or SmackDown, honestly. Who do you think will be the next to fight John Jones? Tiago Santos, without a doubt. What has been your favorite pay-per-view from the last 12 months? Man, I can't remember what happened two or three months ago, honestly. What is the worst or most boring interview you've done so far? Oh, man. Had some bad ones with Moose. Uh, 
he's not an outward guy. But then again, I'm not saying that he's like a bad guy or anything. He had probably done like 10 in a row. The worst I was ever a part of when I was at Wrestling Inc., I had to transcribe an hour of Michael Tarver. Holy crap. That was one of the worst things I've ever had to do. Uh, Raj just tried and tried and tried to correct course. And I, I think Raj is a great interviewer. But man, Michael Tarver just kept putting himself over and saying like, they started to realize how good I was. And I'm like, man, I don't think they ever did. It was, it's worth the listen just to see how many times he goes back and goes back and says, then they started to see, they started to realize. I was like, nah, man. Ugh. Did Cormier have his WWE tryout in the end? And if so, how did it go? Uh, I, I haven't heard anything. I need to ask about that. Who do you think will be the next Kofi or Becky Lynch? Someone the fans get behind and push to the main event. Probably Bailey. Do you feel Triple H went too far with his booking when it came to Elimination Chamber? It was his creation, but did he have to win most of them? Uh, a lot of that wasn't on him. I know how many people aren't happy with how Finn has been treated recently, but can we acknowledge he's probably the best, fastest uh, to win a world title? I think if Vince didn't book him the same way after injury because it was because the response he uh, wasn't how he hoped it would be. Yeah, he is one of the fastest. He uh, he does <laughs> have that stigma of winning the title, never defending it, being hurt, and then never being back there. But honestly, there's not been a lot of, of character highlight there for Finn Balor. He comes out, he smiles, he pops the collar on his jacket. He does this. Sometimes he wears paint. He smiles a lot. He drops in a cute little line. I think he needed the club with him to really make him stand out and pop. <clears throat> Regarding Harlem Heat going into the hall, what is the first team that comes to your mind as rivals? For me, it's the Nasty Boys. I'm not the only Nasty Boys back in the uh, fan from back in the day, am I? I think I had some heat with Brian Nobbs like eight years ago. I can't remember what it was. I think he. I think I said he was, shouldn't have been wrestling an Impact, and he took exception. He was one of the few people that read one wrestling <laughs> and got mad that I wrote something about it. Yeah, the nasty boys come up. And for all the talk and the joking about Stevie Ray's going to the Hall of Fame, Stevie Ray deserves to go in the Hall of Fame. Man was a 10-time WCW Tag Team Champion. 10 times. Now, I think that personal achievements and help contribute to your your the case that you make for a tag team going into the Hall of Fame. You can say what you want about the NWOB team or black and white, but he was the leader of that, and he became television champion too. Not only that, we, we know that outside of WWE, those accolades contribute to what they do in the Hall of Fame too. Coco Beware's in there. He had a great career out of WWE. Stevie Ray was... GFW uh, or GWF tag champions three times with, with Booker T. I love Stevie Ray from a personal standpoint. That guy would, you want to talk about the other end of the spectrum? One of my favorite interviews I ever did was with Stevie Ray. A, a phenomenal interview with Stevie Ray. Uh, transparent, honest, real. 
didn't mince words. He was great. He straight up told me in making a finisher, the reason we stopped doing the Harlem Hangover is because we screwed up the move. We hurt a guy and we didn't want to do it again. A lot of times, people like that will just take the blame and put it elsewhere. I got a lot of respect for uh, Stevie Ray and Booker T. They are one of the great tag teams of all time, and you're goddamn right they belong in the Hall of Fame. If trading happened in pro wrestling between AEW, ROH, WWE, and New Japan, what is the blockbuster trade you would make as AEW uh, to keep building the roster card? Ooh. For AEW? Let me take a look at their roster. Put me on the spot here. <clears throat> Ooh. Because, see, I, I like a lot of the people they have. And I don't think a lot of those people can be traded. But if I had to, mm, I know WWE want to be a Priestly. You know that WWE always wants Chris Jericho. WWE also wants Pac. But see, you can't make these people work for those companies. So I would probably, oh, man. Man, that's tough. That's tough because you got to take these people's personal wants and desires into effect too. But I would probably trade those three, try to get out of those and parlay them into some combination of the Revival, the Club, and AJ Styles because they have such a a, a connection and a lot of built-in story with a lot of these people. Also, I would probably trade Pentagon and Ray Phoenix because I think they are way overexposed and probably try to get some some additional women on your roster as well. But man, that's a tough one. I look at Impact Wrestling's roster and I see about 12, 13 people that any company should want. Man, that's a tough one. I'll have to, I'll have to think about that one and, and get back. But holy cow. So... Um, <laughs> By the way, people who ask questions in in the YouTube, I'll get to a few of them. What percentage of your phone contacts are WWE contacts? So I do have a group for for wrestling contacts, but I've had the same phone and same contacts since 2006. So I would say probably a good 10% maybe. Sean, what does it feel having Andy Dalton as your franchise QB? I, I like Andy Dalton just fine. <clears throat> Will Sean ever do stunt work in a movie with Frank Trigg? <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, Frank Trigg, another Fightful alumni. Couldn't be happier for him. Man, stunt work. That ain't for me. People get killed doing that. Wrestling once a month? That's for me. What is it that Lacey Evans going to compete on live events all the time? Any chance WWE signs Marty Skrull? Yeah, there is a chance. His girlfriend works there. It's close to his house, uh, the the performance center. Hey, have you heard about Reigns being pulled from the next draw? Haven't heard a thing. How many WWE talents are sitting out their contract? Zero right now. SRS, where's Dolph Ziggler? He's working on his comedy stuff on a bit of a hiatus. Is Asuka not speaking English hurting her on TV? To some degree, yeah. Any chances the brand split could be over? No. Does Fox want TV 14? Nah, I don't think they care. 
Let's see. Do you think Dean will go to AEW? I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh, your favorite Brie Bella moment. I uh, can't think of one off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Will there ever be a New Day versus Elite cross-promotion on a pay-per-view? No, not cross-promotion. In my pit, in my estimation. Let's see what else we got. Can Roosh get over the top luch door in the States? Yes, he sure can. My God, yeah. What are your favorite video games, Sean? Favorite of all time? Sunset Riders, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Uh, Thrasher Skate and Destroy is a personal favorite. The GTA games, especially the more modern ones. GTA Five is a fantastic game. Uh, the old Burnout games on PS2 where you <laughs> get points for wrecking. SmackDown versus Raw 06. WWE 2K. The, the new 2K is very good. WWE 13, whatever I'd see in Punk on the cover. Here Comes the Pain, Fire Pro Wrestling. Those are all very good. Also loved uh, Dead Rising. There you go. Who else will AEW sign to their roster? I don't know. I think that they might be done for a while. Should AEW have their own performance center? Not yet. Have you heard that ROH is coming to Amazon Prime? I don't know why they would. I mean, maybe for some sort of exposure, you can watch the TV show on their website every week. <clears throat> did they do an intro graphic on King Kong Bundy, but maybe I missed it. I didn't see one. They did a lot of tribute videos to him, though. But, um, yeah, they, they did a lot to to uh, honor him, but they didn't necessarily... I, I, don't, I didn't see a graphic, but I tuned into that show a little bit late. What were your favorite wrestling websites before you started working for them? Uh, JimmyVan.com. Where do you see Erica Montoya's career? She didn't retire. Boy, that's a tough one. Dean Gallows and Anderson, AEW most likely. Uh, Dean, yeah. Gallows and Anderson, No. Who are some wrestlers who'd make a great addition to 205 Live, either signed or could be signed soon? I think cameos from people like Xavier Woods would help. Uh, Kushida would help. They need somebody with some personality over there. They need they need an Enzo, quite frankly. Trade, Disco Inferno to WWE, Brock Lesnar to Impact. Yeah. I like Disco personally. I don't agree with him on uh, a lot of pro wrestling stuff. Is Nate Diaz ever going to fight again? Uh, probably just against Conor McGregor. I'm tired of hearing about the Diaz brothers and when they are and aren't going to fight. Booker T says he never would have wrestled if not for Stevie. Don't doubt it. You believe in WrestleMania? How do you think uh, WrestleMania being divided into two days would work? Probably pretty well. Just add that NXT show to the SmackDown or the, the WrestleMania show. Does Rousey have backstage heat for her shoot comments, or is it all will work? She was told to not use the term fake. There you go. Will we get an Anna versus Melissa and Jimmy Van match uh, with SRS teaming with Anna? No. Stupid comment about the end of days being the same as a rock bottom. I don't... That's not even funny. Or, it's just stupid at this point. What are your thoughts on wrestlers working with Rob Feinstein... I don't like it. I'm 
Trum, will you be doing a Fightful Fantasy Football League? We did one last year. I won it. It's going to be a lot bigger this year. A lot of people were like, 18 teams? Oh, come on. I want 32 teams. I want 50 teams. I want it to be as thin as possible in those rosters. It makes you have to be really, really good at fantasy football in order to win. Give me a 32-team fantasy football league. Hell yes. I won it last year. I still got to get my belt. How do you think Matt Riddle will do in the main roster? Mm, probably pretty good. Any stipulation to AJ versus Orton? I don't know. When will Matt Morgan be back? I don't know. I think he's doing stuff for another wrestling show, and he's probably got a political career. You see Disco's backstage segment on Impact. Funniest stuff I've seen in a long time. Yep. He's he's pretty funny, man. He's a talented dude. A lot of people joke about him, but he's a, he's a very talented dude. Reminder, guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Answer unlimited questions. That is the most direct way to support us and our independent coverage. If you like me breaking news that, quite frankly, gets me in some shit with people. Subscribe to Fightful Select. I post it early there. I post uh, uh, a lot of podcasts over there. One tier up. I post a lot of early stuff there. Thank you all so much, though. Uh, Jimmy will be back next week. Leave us a thumbs up. Fightful subscribe. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.